Hey guys, Pastor John, just wanted to give a review of our Wednesday night. I forgot to hit the record button on Wednesday night as we were in our first Corinthian study, so I just thought I would take some time on this nice Friday to talk about what we talked about on Wednesday night. So if you're listening along and you want, you can grab your Bible and you can turn to 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 3. We're going to finish that up tonight. And we're going to be in verses 16 through 23. Um, I say tonight, but that's what we finished up on Friday night. So just to show you where I'm at there, I'm still stuck there. But verse 16 and 17, we're going to read Paul talking to them, asking if they know something. So I'll give you one more second to turn there in your Bible. And we're there. All right. Verse 16 says this. Do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in you? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him. For God's temple is holy and you are the temple. You know, as we go there, Paul says, do you not know or do you know? Paul's asking them if they know something. I feel this way and a couple of the kids said on Wednesday night that they feel like, are you dumb? Do you not get it? He's been trying to explain it to them, who they belong to. You know, there's been that division there. They are fighting about, well, I'm with Paul. I'm with Apollos. I'm with Cephas. And Paul's been trying to tell them, you're gods. You belong to him. <laughs> Don't worry about what man baptized you, but what man told you the gospel. You belong to God. That is far better than anything they can offer you. And so he's like, do you not know that you are God's temple? You know, in the temple... Is where God would be worshipped, right? And he says, you are God's temple. God made you his temple when he saved you. We read in the scriptures that once we come to know Christ, that is when the Holy Spirit comes and indwells us. And this is that Holy Spirit that makes them God's temple. And here's a great thing about that. It says there in verses 16 and 17, do you not know that you're God's temple? And that God's temple is holy. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I know about myself. I'm not holy all the time. You know, maybe those five seconds when I first fall asleep, I'm pretty holy. But then I start snoring and tossing and turning. And what happens there, right? But I'm not holy. So what would make me holy? Being in Christ. God's spirit dwelling in me. Those sins, those have been forgiven. When he looks at me, he sees me as righteous. And I'm prayerfully becoming more and more like him. So I should sin less. I'm not sinless, but I should be sinning less. He says, you're God's temple, you're holy. And here's the thing that happens when we become believers. That spirit indwells us and it leads us. It helps us to study. It helps us to hear from God. It helps us to pray. It is a big help for us. And as I think about that, he goes into the next part here. He tells us all about where his temple do we not know that? We need to keep the temple holy. We're not going to destroy it. Then it says this in verses 18 through 23. Let no one deceive himself. If anyone among you thinks that he is wise in this age, let him become a fool, for he may become wise. For the wisdom of this world is folly with God. For it is written, he catches the wise in their craftiness. And again, the Lord knows the thoughts of the wise, that they are futile. So let no one boast in men, for all things are yours whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas 
or the world, or the life, or the death, or the present, or the future. All things are yours, and you are Christ, and Christ is God. You know, he goes on and says, let no one deceive themselves. You know, we get caught in that trap of deceiving ourselves, thinking we can do it on our own, that we're all right. (laughs) We're smarter than that guy sitting next to us. Well, I read my Bible twice a week, so I'm better than him. We are able to deceive ourselves. We can trick ourselves into thinking something that we know is wrong is right just because we want to do it. We are good at that. And what we do, we take the world of this age. Well, it's okay. They've legislated that. So it's okay. And we try to make it God's wisdom. And it's not. Because he even tells us the world, the wisdom of this age or the wise of this age must make themselves fool. If we think we're wise in this age, we must make ourselves a fool again. And as I hear that, I think about Sanctus Real. Um, you know, we've only seen him like, I don't know, 58 times in the last four days. Okay, maybe not quite that. But we've seen him a lot recently, right? We've seen him in concert. And I can't forget going to the concert, the FCA concert down in Pettysville, and they sing their new song, Rebel. And it really stuck out to me then, still sticks out to me now, just the thought behind that song. And the part where he says, well, if I'm a fool, I'm a fool for you. You know, we don't want to be thought of as a fool. We want to be smart. We want people to look at us like we're something. But, you know, in that song, and even the Apostle Paul, they tell us that, We need to be a fool for God. Give up this worldly wisdom and follow after Christ. Here's the thing. We're really not giving up anything because this worldly wisdom is foolish. I mean, think about the things the world is telling us now. (laughs) There is no truth. You have your truth. I have my truth. There's no truth. Um, You can be whatever you want. You can be a boy, a girl, a Lamborghini. (laughs) Things like that. You can be whatever age you want. You can do this. You can do that. So this world's wisdom is folly. It's foolish to God. So we need to make sure that we are making ourselves fools when it's considered worldly wisdom. And we're seeking after that godly wisdom that we're seeking after him. Then he goes on to say, do not boast in any man. Here's the thing. We talked about it. Men let you down. I talked about some pastors that I listened to online. One of them is away from his church right now because of something he had done. Another one of them last week got in some trouble for a little online argument he had with people, not approaching a brother the right way, biblically, as far as for reproof. So, I mean, mistakes, we make them. I make them. You make them. We all make them. We aren't going to be perfect. Only God is. So if we're going to boast, we need to boast in him. And here's why we can boast him. He says, you are Christ, and Christ is God. We belong to Christ. You know, it would be awesome to say that the Apostle Paul is the one that led me to Christ. It would be awesome to say Apollos led me to Christ. But you know what? (laughs) We're Christ. We belong to him. We're not just over there in Paul's group. We are with Christ. And we need to be excited about that. It's important that we remember that we belong to him. Here's what's going to happen. This world's going to attack you. There's going to be things that you don't understand, things that are going to get in your way. And we need to remember that we belong to Christ, that we have hope. We have a hope that most of this world doesn't know anything about because we belong to him and we have eternity with him. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Hope to see you Sunday night at youth group from 545 to 7.